Hello, welcome back to Gay As In. Hi, I'm Steph. Oh my god. <laughs> it's funny because we were talking before about how tired we are, and you you did that. <laughs> you fake it till you make it, Alex. Okay, well I'm Alex. It's called acting. God. Do you see? Do you see this? I'm not an actor. <laughs> I'm not an actor. I'm a lesbian, not a thespian. That's Come on, that was good. <laughs> Whatever. Um, we are gay as in. Actually, we're here. And actually, we're queer. And we have some things to say today. We have limited things to say today. We yeah. are we are here. We are tired. Here, queer, and tired. <laughs> <laughs> it has been uh, a wild week. Um, not sure when this episode is going to go up, but a lot of queer phobia happening. <laughs> a lot queer of queer phobia, phobia happening. A lot of uh, war going on. Um, yeah, there's no there's no easy way to say it. The Ukraine stuff is just like total bullshit. Putin's a fucking asshole. Um, Ukraine was a country before it was part of the Soviet Union. Um, got usurped by fucking Russia um, and then they finally like got their freedom and had been trying to join NATO for like eight years and NATO just like oh god I could talk I could talk a lot about this but um, yeah just everybody being like sanctions are enough or whatever it's just a bunch of bullshit like people specifically the United States they love to start wars for fucking oil they love to destabilize governments but then when an actual like you know democracy is at stake they won't put their fucking money where their mouth is and like it's it's just like it's just such bullshit um but that's I I will limit I will limit what I have to say about that to that (laughs) and this is our podcast episode it was really nice to talk to you guys till next time Sorry, Alba, we got we gotta talk listen. Yeah, no, it's important. It's it's important and it's also like again, you know, I know that this is like a gay podcast, but politics are part of queer culture, resistance is part of queer culture, and that takes form in many ways. Um so just keeping up to date and making sure that you're utilizing um, you know, like fact checked news sources. Um don't believe every single thing that you read and just keep up to date with everything that's going on um because on top of like you know everything that's happening in ukraine here at home we have a lot of queer phobia going on between florida and texas i wish i could say that i was like super surprised because surprise it's so hard because the south is so queer like the south is so queer and it's just that like the people in power are just like f- always fucking with people who are queer like yeah we were actually just talking about this before the episode started about how like i was dissing on texas and um I, I don't know like i was actually talking to my boss too about this the other day he was like oh you should like go down to florida and you'll start we'll start a company for you and i'm like i'm not fucking going to florida i'm like i don't i don't want to be anywhere near the south like he was like, well, geez, like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, they're just fucking homophobic pieces of shit. Like, I was just going off. Um, and like you were saying earlier, um, that, like, it's really not that bad. It's just the people who are the loudest are the 
douchebaggery of the South. Yeah, literally, like, just, you know, uh, Googling. <laughs> well, the I'm looking with, like, the metro areas with the largest and smallest gay populations, and naturally it is uh, paywalled. Let's see. I know that a lot of, like, just, like, watching Drag Race and stuff, like, a lot of the queens are out of Atlanta. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of queer culture, or a lot of queerness happening in Georgia. Yeah. Orlando and Miami had the fourth and sixth highest percentages, respectively, of same-sex coupled households in the U.S. Damn. So, like, that's that's the thing, is that there's just, like, this idea that the South is, like, super homophobic or whatever, um... Which, like, again, like you said, quoting me, that the loudest people are the politicians and shit putting these laws into place. So, you know, what's deemed the don't say gay bill is out of Florida. I'm not sure what the na- what the anti-trans uh, bill in Texas is called. Um, but, yeah, it's like the two have the same motivation, which is pretty much to just silence and erase um the existence of queer people and that shit that shit a sucks b scary because it's like if the people in charge or the people who quote unquote like win are the ones that write history then i mean you know if we look back like on our own history as like a country for instance queer people have existed the entire time it's just that those identities have been erased throughout time um, I I have to look up the years for this, but you know, do you, do you know what like a Boston marriage is, for instance? Nope. Okay, so I'm gonna like, pull up an actual definition instead of talking out of my ass. Um, That's what I do all day, every day. Okay, so a Boston marriage was historically the cohabitation of two wealthy women independent of financial support from a man. The term is said to have been in use in New England in the late 19th slash early 20th century. So, like, these are things that existed. They've always existed. (laughs) But when you have bills that look to stop people from talking about the existence of queer people or to stop, um, or to say that, you know, uh, trans health care is child abuse, then you're just trying to criminalize and just, like, overall, like, hide and destroy the existence of queer people. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I just, like, am trying to think back to, like, in school, like, when did I ever learn, like, like, I know the don't say gay bill is, like, a a super recent thing. Sorry, excuse me. But, like, I never once remembered any queer anything happening when I was in school. Yeah. But then again, there wasn't any, there wasn't a bill stopping it from happening. It just wasn't a thing to begin with. Right. Where, yeah, I I think that the first, you know, actual, like, instructional um, coursework that I had that, you know, talked about, like, queer people and whatever wasn't until college. And I was taking a philosophy class. Um, it was a, a pop culture philosophy class and we had an entire, you know, segment of the syllabus that was, uh, around like queer people and the existence of queer people in media. Um, but other than, like, other than that, it just, you know, I feel like 
anytime that a teacher did something that was supposed to be like educational in terms of a minority group, um, they'd get a lot of shit for it. And one example that I think of is that, um, I can't remember if I was, if this was like a seventh or an eighth grade thing, might've even been earlier than that, um, where our world history teacher had us read from, read passages from the Quran. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if she got, I think she might've gotten in trouble for it. Um, but a lot of that stuff, like I, I'm not a religious person, but, um, uh, but a lot of what we read was very much like about like peace and about like, you know, taking care of like the community. Um, so again, it's just this, you know, horrible thing of the people in power being like, this is an atrocity. The Quran is so violent. And it's like, have you read the Bible? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> like everybody seems to, you know, they just like love to not examine their own beliefs and their own like core book um and just say that everybody else is worse which is like basically the the beginning of all of our problems it's it's either uh religion wealth um it's usually this too i'll stop there either uh wars based on religion or wars based on wealth or something that'll get you wealthy like some specific resource maybe like an oil of some kind perhaps <laughs> mm-hmm um, but yeah, and just like having, again, like a bill like this, it's just, it's, it's worse. It's, it's hard to say if it's like worse than just people like just not teaching about queer people in general, um, without I mean, a law when, in place. <laughs> when did they though? Like, I'm wondering like what brought up, like what even brought this about? Because like, were they starting to do that in schools and then like they, the state was like, oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to be doing that. Like, because again, like I never, but I mean, also I haven't been in school in fucking 15 years. So I, if I had to take a guess, again, haven't been in school for a very long time. If I had to take a guess, it's probably going to be something in the same vein as this idea of uh, people being, or like children being taught critical race theory um where it's just like it's a boogeyman it's a it's a um so in philosophy like in logic and arguing uh or arguing um i'm just gonna make sure i've got the term right um but it's essentially like you create you create this boogeyman to then tear down but the boogeyman doesn't exist it's just it's just a fabrication in this case of the right being like did you know they're teaching your kids about gay sex in school like no they're not <laughs> like like <laughs> it's just so silly it's a straw man argument is what it is um right yeah my sorry go on no i was gonna say yeah like you just build up something and then you tear it down like, you know, you made this really excellent point or you really brought something down when in fact it didn't exist in the first place. You made it up or you it built was... it or you built it up. Right. Like the existence of queer people then means that in schools they're going to teach people about gay sex. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Like, right. so stupid. Like, my crazy ex, who you know mm-hmm. was crazy, would, like, and had the worst fucking politics and just the worst views about everything. How did that last so long? I don't know. Um, I mean, it didn't even really last that long. But <laughs> either way, no. like, she was always going off about, like... Oh my god, it's fucking ridiculous. I think she said California. Like in California, they're they're sh- they're showing or they're telling elementary school kids how to use dildos and like it's like where did you fucking get that from? <laughs> who fucking said that? Ser- like <laughs> like who? I can't even. Just like who be- like who genuinely believes that? Because if I think back to a sex ed class, I remember them like basically dancing around the subject i feel like everybody had to watch like a birthing video i don't know why like why did we have to do that um but all i remember about like anything in terms of like sex was that like if you have sex you might get pregnant this is a condom and then me sitting there being like I don't think any of this applies to me. (laughs) I don't, I don't think so. And then just like not learning about like queer sex at all. Yeah. (laughs) Like if you, if you really and truly think that in schools, they're teaching kids, elementary school kids about dildos, you like, you just, you have to get your brain checked. There is something inherently wrong with you. If you think that that is something that is true. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, you know that there's something wrong with her. Um, I, do, I know that we um, get really sidetracked and stuff, but I have to tell the story before I forget about it because it's hilarious here's and then the, I promise we'll get right back on track. Here's the thing is that, you know, if some of the feedback that we've gotten is that we need to keep keep it gay, we'll just keep the fucking train rolling. <laughs> keep the gay train rolling and I'm sure that it's like somewhat tangentially related. Yes. It's not necessarily queer related, but... Um, I just, I forgot to tell this story to anybody because it was happening while, um, we were on our break and everything and I was like super busy. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a brief period of time where, um, there's this gas station where everyone goes to, um, at work to like, I don't know, stop and pee and like get snacks. And there was this purple and blue dildo in the middle of the road for like <laughs> two weeks. And then it snowed. It was literally, it was just in the road. That's so And funny. it, so it snowed really bad one day and it got like, you know, the snow plow plowed it into a snowbank and then it, the snow started to melt and it started peeking through the snowbank. <laughs> <laughs> I have a picture of it because every, like I would be in such a pissy mood and then I would go to the gas station in the morning and I would have, I would have no choice but to fucking burst out laughing. It was so funny. Yeah. No, that's... every fucking day <laughs> and this is what they're teaching your kids in schools and, this, and bringing it back this is what they're teaching your kids in school <laughs> this is why they have the don't say gay bill yeah. <laughs> because of the will... dildo on the road i will say that like literally the first like queer sex education that i had was in college and it was part of like um our you know like gay straight alliance or whatever the fuck it was called at that point um so it was completely opt-in. Like, yeah. you had you know to choose my, to be there. You know what my um, gay sex education was? The L word. The L word. Seriously, <laughs> that was my gay sex education. I be- like, I believe that because, again, just, it's wild that 
people are like, oh my god, we can't talk about gay people when, you know, you have little, like, fucking toddlers in, like, ladies' man shirts. Doing drag. Little fucking toddlers <laughs> definitely doing drag. <laughs> like, there's, like, this this weirdness about anything that's not heterosexuality um, and showing kids that. Um, and it's funny because it's, like, you know, there's a lot more to being, like, queer than just, like, sex. Well, that's what hetero people immediately, not all of them. I know everybody, not all hetero people. But that's what, like, when you, t- like, when I come out to someone, like, oh, no, 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 like, don't worry about, like, I'm gay. Like, automatically, like, oh, you have sex with women. It's like, yeah, but, like, that's not really what being gay is. Yeah, it's a part of it, but, like, there's a whole... Yeah other you know part yeah. of that <laughs> i think that well i think that cameron esposito had said something to the extent of like you know being gay is like a hobby yeah like it's just it's its own like full cultural experience just because you know um i think a great example is that like you know in a group of like queer friends if, you, if you're thinking about like media consumption for example like you know everybody in my friend group was talking about portrait of a lady on fire and a lot of straight people had not watched it <laughs> that I would talk to. I would be like, hey, do you see this uh, French film <laughs> called Portrait of a Lady on Fire? Or, like, the cultural revelation that was Black Swan, which, like, that one was prob- is probably, like, a better example because, like, that was, like, a very much, you know, I mean, it was literally, like, an Oscar-nominated yeah. and winning film it was that, a like, a deal. lot of people saw. And it was, like, a big deal. But, like, there is a gay sex scene in that film. But it's like, you know, being gay being a hobby, it's like we listen to a, a lot of the same, like, musical artists who watch a lot of the same media. We have media recommendations for each other based on the fact that stuff is queer in it. <laughs> like, yeah. it's its own subculture um, where, like, the dating aspect of it is just one part. Yes. Well, it's all, yeah, that's why, like, it is literally an entire lifestyle. And also, like, if somebody walks up and says that they're gay, like... It's even more complex now because, you know, like, I call myself gay, but I date women and non-binary people. Right. Like, you know, it's like if you're like, oh, that means that you have sex with women. It's like, sure, but that's only part of it, like you said. Right. It's not, like, I just don't, I don't know, I think because I'm not straight, I just don't understand the mentality of, like, that being, like, all that it is. It's so it's it's reductive, and I well you know what it is it's ignorance too because it's all lack of education, um, or like a lack of exposure. Like if I'm the only gay person you know, then of course you're not going to know anything about gay culture or just the lifestyle in general. It's just going to be like, oh okay, so you like scissor and stuff. Like bruh, can we get past can that? Can we not? Please? <laughs> oh, so you really like tacos? <laughs> Yeah, like, it's it's funny because, and it's also kind of sad, because, yeah, with that lack of education, it's like, okay, so when I meet somebody and they say that they're straight, sex is, like, such a small part of everyday life. It's literally, like, such a small part. And it's funny that people, like, and, you know, we could probably, like, trace it back to, like, the, you know, Protestant roots of America or whatever. Um but just, like, that idea that, like, you know, as soon as somebody talks about sexuality, like, everybody's, like, talking about, like, 
just just the sex part yeah where like you know there's so much more to sexuality than just sex which is hard because it's in the word sexuality right but like you know there's like multiple layers to sexuality because it's like you know there's attraction um there's like the whole like dating process <laughs> that is involved um where again attraction is part of that but then yeah on top of that like you know for us there is like a subculture that goes along with being like a queer woman or a queer non-binary person um like it's just so multifaceted and everybody on the surface is like scissor (laughs) yeah like yeah you guys totally strap it on and i know like we had a um conversation about this i think it was when we were doing that um ignorant questions answered um episode which um if none of you guys have listened to that um i'm gonna try to get to see what episode it is Mm -hmm. it's honestly one of my favorite episodes because it i feel like it's educational Mm -hmm. but also um what is our podcast gaze in? <laughs> What's it? What are we doing? What is this called? <laughs> Why are we recording ourselves talking to each other? This is weird. This is weird. Um, not only is it like educational, but it's also, um, well, it's funny too. Um, but it's, I guess, I guess educational is my only fucking word that I can think of. Um, but it's episode 29 and it's called ignorant questions answered. Um, it's a good one, but, um, we were talking about that, I think, during that episode about how people, is, well, especially the heteros, are automatically, like, and I, I think gay men do it to me all the time, too, actually, like, oh, oh, you're gay, or, like, you're a lesbian, oh, so you're, like, you're, like, a muffin muncher, and it's, like, yeah, but I also, like, I date women, or, um, you know, non-binary I people. I like Brandy Carlisle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but then it comes back to like, like that's basically talking about homo romanticism versus homosexuality. But, and I know they are technically separate things, but they do go hand in hand. Yes. They're not always. Right. They're, they're separate, but they're related. Yeah. Like most of the time, not everybody, um, because not everybody's the same, but most of the time, they go hand in hand. So if you're saying that you're homosexual, more than likely you are homoromantic as well. Is that the right? Yeah. Yeah, that would that would be uh, correct. But that's not always the case. Right. That's just what... We also have this... Um, like, we... Everything is heteronormative in this fucking world. But then when you go into the category of queerness... There's also a generalization in there, too. Um, Like, when you say, like, with you, it's like, oh, like, you're gay. But yes, you also, you know, date non-binary people. So there's all these different little subcategories, but everything gets generalized. And that's kind of annoying. But we really can't. That's something that I don't think is going to be fixed for a very, very long time because the society that we live in is still heteronormative. So if we can get out of that, then we can work on the other issues. Speaking of which, I saw, uh, like, a recent poll that said, like, 10% of Americans identify as, like, LGBT now. Which is awesome. And it's, like, a really large percentage of Gen Z identifies as queer, which is a lovely sign. And I wonder if, like, 
something like that is what makes these like old crusty white dudes um put out like a like a don't say gay bill or like you know like a child abuse bill like they're just scared of the lgbt i mean i'm i'm afraid of blts but you don't see me go out there protesting. Is, is it because the bread has gluten in it? Is that it's the lettuce? It's, it's I don't the... trust the lettuce. <laughs> this is an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> Your lettuce fear has gone too far. <laughs> I know, I know. Shit's gotta, shit's gotta calm down. Um, I was, I was just gonna say something about um, because I have ADD and I can't focus on anything. Um, Yep, it's gone. Right, thoughts gone. <laughs> Great. <out>. Great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was actually reading so I have this NPR article and I was reading um about how the whole purpose of the Don't Say Gay Bill is to make oh, what was it? Um uh prohibition blah blah. So they're saying something about like to. Well, it's from kindergarten to third grade. Is that they're not? S- uh, I know this is very bad podcasting. I'm sorry. If it's from kindergarten to third grade, bitch, I don't remember that time yeah. in my life. I For barely, real. I barely remember anything from that period of my life. What is the point? <laughs> okay, yeah, right here. So the legislation prohibits any instruction about sexuality or gender between kindergarten and third grade or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards yeah so So, that's like so that first part is silly and the second part is dangerous yes um just because of the vagueness because then it's up for interpretation um by both like the school itself and then also the legislature and so they can enforce it in any way that they see fit just based on that that um that vague wording if if that's yeah. like the actual wording in the bill this is just what i'm reading from npr um so i'm not 100 percent sure i haven't read the bill yeah i'm just reading this npr article i would say that um the thing that's like a little bit like i know i said that the first part of the bill was like silly but I think that um, it still has its like own element of danger, specifically like sexuality, whatever. But gender and discussing gender would be very important for that age, considering like you know, at, it's like at that age you are like figuring out gender roles, and you know, like I, I feel like I rem- like of like the two things that I might remember from like being a kindergartner is like you know playing like playing house was like a thing right like you know you would have like people taking those gender roles and you know performing them in play um so developmentally that is a little scary and but that's what like this is what doesn't make sense to me is that i don't think that the schools understand you can teach or not teach whatever the fuck you want in school but ultimately for for me personally this is my opinion ultimately it comes back to what's going on at home you can teach kids at school like oh like gay is fun gay is awesome let's have gay sex 
But if you go home and your parents are saying, absolutely not, like you're going to be more than likely afraid of your parents if those yeah. are the kind of parents that you have. Um, then that, and that's what you are, if that's where you are, you know, if you live with your parents, um, more than likely, it doesn't fucking matter what they're teaching you in school because you are being taught at home, you know, this is what, don't listen to, you know, what, don't listen to what they say and whatever, blah, 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 blah. I feel like home life has way more of an impact. I think the parents have way more of an impact than the teachers do. Not saying teachers don't have any impact at all. I just think that parents or guardians or whoever you are living with has more of an impact. That's just my personal opinion, whether or not yeah. like it's true or whatever. And I would disagree. Um, just because if you uh, like say that you do technically live with your parents, but your parents aren't home like ever because they're both working mm-hmm. <laughs> all the fucking time, which was is more close to my experience. I took a lot away from what I learned in school. Um, like if you look at my current, you know, a existence and b uh, political alignment. Um, it's just like it's everything that I absorbed from from being taught in public school and from you know going to like a like a public university. Um, I had a little bit more uh, control of like my own molding and then also the media that I consumed on top of that. Um, which like if you live in a household where like you know it's everything's like pretty locked down or whatever. I mean I f- I still feel like it's just. It really, it depends. It depends. <laughs> yeah. And I think, like, well, you made a good point, like, when you're talking about public school, I think I learned, I learned a lot of the stuff from, like, the bus, you know? Like, with the older kids and the bus and everything. Like, I learned yeah. a lot of words and just, like, the, the talk throughout my peers, not necessarily the, the teachers, but, like, my peers. Yeah. And um, kids nowadays have social media and like you said if you are in a household where everything's pretty like you know locked up tight you can't use the internet you don't have a phone and you have less of a exposure to that but kids are gonna they will 100% get their hands on some sort of technology they're gonna go to school they're gonna have whatever use their fucking wi-fi they're gonna find all these things out um because of the technology it um uh, sort of thinking of advantage that they have that we didn't have. I mean, like we did have, I did learn some, like I used to watch the L word on like YouTube, like, you know, 20 minutes, clips at, together. 20 minutes at a time, you know, <laughs> but I, I lived in the middle of nowhere where we had like dial up. We couldn't get better than like dial up internet or satellite internet. So I had to do it like at my friend's house or yeah. whatever, or I would like print out Paula Abdul fan fiction in the library at school and just like, <laughs> sit in a corner and read fan fiction like mm-hmm. I kids will find a way to get this info or seek this info or whatever so like you can right. try to be a helicopter mom all you want but it it comes to a point where it's like they're gonna they're gonna find out there's gonna be some kid in school that's like look at this like two chicks one cup was like circling the fucking school because yeah. kids are just gonna find shit and it's going to be a thing. I wish my eyes have never... For those who are too old or was, too young for that, don't, say, don't look that up. I have not wa- I have not seen it, will not, refuse. Don't. All good. I, I didn't know what it was. And then my friend was like, oh my god, it's so funny. You have to watch this thing. I'm like, well, what is it? She's like, it's called Two Girls, One Cup. It's so funny. And then she put it on and I was like, make it stop, make it stop. 
Like, I was like, not, no, no. I was dying. Um, She thought it would be funny to show me, and it was not funny at all. Um, So if there's children listening, I know kids do things that they're told not to do because that's what kids do, but please do not. (laughs) Just, like, trust us on this one. Just, just trust I, yeah. us on this one. I mean, if get you a, get a plot, up, get a plot synopsis. Yes, yeah. Let's see. If you want to look it up, don't YouTube it. Just maybe like Google it, and then it'll someone the will tell you. Someone will tell you what it's all about. You don't want to watch it. Trust me. Yeah, there's a lot um, of videos like that that I am going to not list out because yeah, no, it's just like that age of the internet was like. Listen, dark. it's dark. It was fucking salad dark. fingers. <laughs> dark. Um. I mean, it's, like, probably not much better now. It's, like, a whole other level of icky. Um, But, yeah, no, there was some, like, like, it's so fascinating to me because it was, like, a lot of, like, dark shit. But also, it was, like, well-circulated dark shit. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's probably, like, after we get off of recording, like, there's one other video. There's two other videos that I can think of that, like everybody that I knew either had heard about or had seen and I still to this day I do not think I've seen them um but yeah if it's out there people are going to find it inevitably even if it's just one person yeah yep it's gonna happen and then they're gonna show their friends it's just gonna be a big thing yeah so like ew to don't say gay even worse to the fucking anti-trans bill in texas i just like wish that karma actually worked you know like i like i wish that it actually worked because i'm so tired of just like watching these again from fucking ukraine to florida to texas all these crusty old white men causing all of these fucking problems yep yep it's gross and i hate it and I wish it would stop, but here we are. It's just still happening. I hope that the I hope that Gen Z just kind of like fucks shit up. I love Gen Z. I was talking to um, one of my friends. Her daughter is nine, and um, she was like saying how she was having this conversation and about like. I don't know, I think her daughter says something like, oh, like, boyfriend or girlfriend, like, you never know. And I was like, dude, I, like, I love, like, what is the generation after ours? Uh, fuck if I know. <laughs> okay, well, our, our, our kids, Gen yeah. Z kids, um, I love this generation of kids because Gen Z is so cool. You know what I mean? Like, that these kids are becoming super fucking cool because we're cool (laughs) you know like i think it's awesome that um the kids are like coming out as cool as they are because like our generation is just so fucking chill like yeah bruh gay this gay that and don't be racist and well i mean that's not the case for everybody but um and then we're just teaching your kids like yeah if you don't be gay that's cool but then it comes to a point where it's like, if you want to be gay, that's, I feel like that's always the thing. I'm like, okay, well, it's great that you're teaching them that, but also don't say if you want to be gay because that's not really how it works. Yeah. But it's a start. It's uh, like that whole 
<clears throat> that whole like sentiment it's like it's super complex because like i i am gay because i am gay yes. um but also if sexuality was a choice i would still be gay you know Same-sies. like there's that whole like choice argument which is fucking weird um like i could choose to not act on being gay but i still would be right that's i think that's how like that's where the whole like when it comes to like religion and everything like when they do the um conversion things it's like oh you're sinning because you're choosing to act on it and that is the choice like you may be gay because the fucking devil made you that way but you are actively choosing to uh do these things it's like yes but yeah i yeah. I, I can <laughs> yes but like what do you want me to do just be miserable like i don't yeah like i don't and there's also like did you hear onion no <laughs> she's gonna grumble she's like hiding behind my laptop um it's also super complex because like what about asexual homoromantic people who call themselves gay like they're they're gay they're they're still gay you don't have to have because like if if you push this argument even further like like at what point am i not gay but also gay you know like do i have to be in a relationship with somebody like my like my queerness is not necessarily like linked to the person that i am dating um which is a super like weird thing to say um because like you know if i'm not dating anybody i'm still gay right like if i'm not hooking up with somebody i'm still gay (laughs) um it's 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 super complex yeah i had this conversation i've been having this conversation a lot lately though i think i talked about this on the podcast before but um like i do like i um, identify as gay, but I am a hundred percent on the ace spectrum, yeah. and it's hard to be like, especially when people automatically just link being gay to gay sex. It's like, it's like a weird thing, and when people don't understand it, it's like even harder. It's like, well, what do you mean? It's like I, like what do you, I don't look it up. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but then also like, um, my roommate was like dating a trans man and she's like do i call my do i still call myself gay and it's like where is it when is it not gay you know it's it's like this hard like i think at that point it's probably just queer but like also it's like we you are whatever the fuck you say you are yeah like i call myself queer and gay like just because you know it's a lot easier to just call myself queer than to try to sit down and explain yeah one by one the specifics of my queerness. Well, you also shouldn't have to. That shouldn't be yes, a thing. You shouldn't have true. to explain yourself to someone who's like, I don't understand. It's like, cool, you don't understand then. <laughs> Later. <laughs> yeah. It's like then Eat we shit. Can... <laughs> Fuck like, off. I don't want to talk that. about it. <laughs> yeah. If you don't understand it, that's cool. But like, just accept it and don't make all these. I mean, I can't say that I don't make assumptions about... <laughs> like people or their sexuality or gender 
but it's when people don't like when they just keep pushing for like an explanation it's like can you just accept it like you don't have to get it just accept it please because yeah the next time somebody like about it next time somebody does this to you be like do you understand gravity but you accept it do the same like right now (laughs) like oh you know you know the germs exist yeah can you explain it no sick i'm not gonna explain myself right now either (laughs) yeah it just it comes to a point like at first like when i was like a young gay like it was one thing but now i'm just like old and i don't want to like i just don't want to have to get into it and now that like i am also identifying as like asexual it's like even harder to like try to explain that to people i'm like i just don't i'm tired i don't want to anymore (laughs) i'm weird i'm tired just leave me alone it's it's funny because like there are certain points where i want to talk about my queerness but usually not with the people who like are trying to force you to explain yourself like why do i have to explain myself to you person (laughs) it's you're gonna want to talk about with the people who are going to get it right and like that makes for an interesting conversation because you never know where that conversation is going to lead um we're like learning new words all the time to describe like attractions to describe gender identities and so having those conversations is important but not important really when somebody is like explain yourself because i don't understand it and i won't accept it if you don't fucking explain it to me yeah yeah that yeah that's it's very frustrating like even when it like when i meet new queer people i automatically like ask them what their pronouns are but like when i i don't do that to what i'm assuming is a cishet person um because they'd be like what do you mean what's my pronoun i'm a dude it's like that i don't even i don't even bother because it's just they don't get it yeah when i go into interviews um whether i am being being interviewed for job or i am interviewing people for job um i literally every time i introduce myself i give i give my pronouns um because in some cases like that gives people the opt-in opt-out option of like you know if you want to tell me your pronouns too cool if you don't cool i will just use a non-gendered one until you tell me to use otherwise because yeah um, yeah because i know that like you know if we're in like a big conversation or whatever it i think at that point it's like fine to ask and maybe even one-on-one but usually i just you know open the door and be like i am they she are you anything but (laughs) what you appear to be (laughs) (laughs) are you more than your appearance are you more than presenting it's weird that now because again you did this right before the call more that meets the eye it was right there yeah it was right there and you didn't do it yeah and i'm worried for you (laughs) i'm leaving now my time is done. Oh, I almost actually just hung up on accident. Whoops. Did we oh, got okay, no. I was going to say that. <laughs> I thought I stopped recording. I was You're, like, did I actually do that? You were like, you really, that was, you got too, you got a little away from lesbian and really got into thespian. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, um, I, I, um, I don't actually um, have... A whole lot to say on I, I'm, I think the topic of the day is the don't say gay bill um I don't really have any more um thoughts or opinions on that I don't know if you do 
I do. Okay. I'm fucking saying gay. Eat shit. <laughs> mic drop. Just pick up your mic and throw it on the ground. Just chuck it right at uh, DeSantis's fucking head. What, 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 what? Um, do you want to have a quick... Um... Oh, this is me wrapping up, by the way. Um, did you want to have a uh, quick, like, queer music section, or do you want to save, save or savor that? Um, stream Mitski's Laurel Hell. It is the best album of 2022. I don't care what else comes out this year. It is the best album of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's only February. <laughs> dude, I don't, listen. <laughs> it is perfect in every way shape and form no notes perfect got um, it i did not think it's one of those things where when someone puts out your favorite album and you don't think that they're gonna top it and you're like how the fuck are they gonna top this album and then they do incredible high I'm praise so gay that you say topping i'm just like <laughs> nice <laughs> <laughs> see now you're part of the problem <laughs> um uh, I and then I'm you know I'm I'm back to going to shows um but like very much like a if I get there and people like aren't masking or or whatever I will leave um so like the last couple shows have been like okay um just like Jesus Christ if you're gonna go to a show put a fucking mask on your face don't take it off unless you're actively eating or drinking I swear to God like people are so selfish and just so gross about it. Um, it's just it's so infuriating because my safety hinges on other people like behaving and I don't like it I don't like it at all ew um, but I went to go see uh, Marina on Monday and then last night uh, Pom Pom Squad Fen Lily and Illuminati Hotties I fucking love Pom Pom Squad I fucking love Illuminati Hotties Marina was excellent uh, my quick story from the Marina show which I told you about that it was probably like I felt the most in danger uh, than I've ever felt before um, and it wasn't because people were being shitty and not wearing masks so you, have you listened to like Marina Marina and the Diamonds like I know a couple I know if they're like popular yes like, the popular ones so the popular songs right very dancey it's a very dancey album uh, the show is at the Orpheum in Boston um, I was in the balcony. I'm finding as I uh, continue to go Page. to shows, I love. I actually really like the balcony because you can see everything. Yeah. Um, instead of like trying to you know weave your way around in the orchestra and like try not to get blocked. Um, so we were in the balcony. We we're in the center of the balcony, and so you know like one of the more dancey songs comes. I start to feel the balcony shaking. Oh no! I start it's an to old building. It is. We looked it up mid 1800s. There were yep. improvements made, obviously, because it would be crumbling otherwise. But so it starts to shake. Uh, there are songs where she encourages people to jump. No. Shakes. It starts to shake more. Um, and you know, there's like equipment to monitor like the vibrations and stuff, like in in the balcony specifically for safety. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm not sure how the technology works, but like you know, you can see like the levels and stuff. Um, and I saw out of the corner of my eye, to my left, uh, some security guards chit-chatting and stuff, pointing to things, like pointing to things. And then one of them did something that 
ultimately made me say to my partner, if there's another dancey song, we have to leave. Um, the motherfucker did a Hail Mary pointing at the equipment, monitoring the safety of the balcony. Uh, so yeah, that's where I drew the line where I was like, listen, if they're doing that, I don't think it's safe. <laughs> Gotta go. Um, but yeah, I finished out the show. No more dancey songs, thankfully. Um, but it was terrifying because you could really like, it felt like it, if you were standing on like a floaty, like it was like that nope. would not, would not recommend. Uh, if, nope. you, if you're going to go to like a dancey show uh, at the Orpheum theater and you want to sit in the balcony, make sure you're near an exit. Uh, and not in the center. Go towards yep. like one of the sides. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> I know. I I truly was like, I think that I had made eye contact with like one other person when they started to feel like the balcony shaking, and I just like looked over at them, and they just like they were like wide eyed, like. <laughs> and I pointed it out to my partner. And my partner was like, "Okay, so the only thing that's like keeping me here right now is the fact that we would know something was going wrong because the people underneath us would have like concrete falling on their heads." yeah about that <laughs> that didn't really make me feel that much better though because like if people are jumping if it's like one jump concrete two jump more concrete three jump we're going through the floor <laughs> like <laughs> there's no amount of uh th- there's not enough time it, it's weird that like when i picture all of the shows that i've been to at the orpheum none of them have been like dancey right like artists performing there so like i i'm trying to think of like marina playing at like the orpheum like it's i so think it's I've like a seen, weird place i've seen churches i've seen churches at the orpheum theater and it, i was weird. in the orchestra i was in the orchestra for that um i also like i love how the theater looks not loving the functionality because i swear <laughs> to god that the seats uh have not changed position since the mid 1800s because they're so small i am tall I got long legs. My knees bash into the backs of the chairs of the Orpheum Theater, no matter where I sit. The balcony yeah. was a little bit better because there's like levels, so like my knees weren't going directly into it, into like the back of the seat in front of me. But man, yeah, that's right, Onion. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Onion. Tell them. Um, yeah, Orpheum is um, tiny, and it's weird that. Ugh, sorry, my bag. I'm old. Um, it's weird that I just can't picture, like, I don't know. It just is a weird, uh, imagination for me. Not imagination. You know what I'm talking about. Is that an iPhone or do you have the Google Pixel? I got, I got a Pixel. I, I, ride or die. Word or die. Google Pixel. Um, I was taking a picture of, um, how Onion is sitting around my laptop. Um, surprised she hasn't, like, kicked it over yet. But anything that you would like to include to close out on? Um, not really. Um, not really gay. But Lucius has a new album coming out next month, and I am really excited about it. I'm going to see them. Um, oh my god, she's so funny. <laughs> Just a leg and a tail and her ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. Just one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, was oh Lucius? I'm gonna see them two days in a row. Once in Portland, once in Boston. Uh, what theater um, are they playing at in Portland? 
in Portland they're doing the State Theater. I like the State Theater. I don't, theater. I don't think Thompson Point, but I'm not sure. Yeah, the State Theater is nice. I've seen um, Deacon and Sarah there. That was when I uh, was first exposed to Japanese breakfast. And uh, I think we went to go see Gogol Bordello um, at that theater. I might have gone to see Sylvanessa too. Not sure. Well, either way, I also got... um... I'm going to see Brandy two days in a row as well. Once in Lennox, Mass, the Tanglewood show that has been rescheduled several times. And then the day after, I'm going <laughs> yeah. up to Portland, Maine again to see Brandy again. Um, both shows, uh, opener is The Indigo Girls. Just saying. I can't believe that The Indigo Girls are opening for her. Like, no, like, nothing She's against Brandy. Yeah, that's my point. Is that, like, nothing against Brandy, but, like, they're the Indigo Girls. She, so she used to open for the Indigo Girls back when she was, like, oh, look at that sweet baby. Oh, Angina's the cutest. Um, Yeah, she used to open for them, and I think it's funny that, like, they're, it's not, they're not saying, like, oh, they're opening act as the Indigo Girls. It's, it's like, you know, like, Brandy Carlyle's special guest, the Indigo Girls. Yeah. Dude, this fucking tour, her fucking openers are like, whoo, my fucking god. She has Yola, she has Solis, she has Allison Russell. Like, oh my fucking god. Like, sometimes, some of these shows, she has Lucia. Some of these shows, she has, like, Solis and fucking Allison Russell. Or, like, there's one, it was, like, uh, Lucius and Solis, or Lucius. Anyway, either way, fucking just... I can't. I cannot. Can't. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not like following her more. <laughs> I can't. I'm too poor. Um, and Fair also, enough. the show that I really want to go to, Yola, is opening, and I fucking yo- love Yola so much. But it's um, it's like August like 19th or something in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to see her the 30th and 30. So the 30th in Western Mass, and then the 31st in Portland. Yeah. So I would really have to drive like really far away it's like a five-hour drive to the upstate new york show and then from there i would have to drive to western mass and then to port like it's just a lot of driving yeah i might do it anyway i don't know we'll see yeah but that's it that's all i gotta say about that fear 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 (laughs) okay jennifer coolidge (laughs) fear Okay, that's all. Okay, I was going to say, like, I was going to try to go into it. I can't today. <laughs> I just can't. Yeah. I think I'm going to go make more coffee. Ugh, breakfast, baby. Okay, <laughs> bye. Well, on that note, everybody stay gay and go get some coffee or whatever. Stay gay. Go follow us on Instagram. Email us. Message us. Beat we me. Can include all of that information in the description. If we want to. If we feel like it. And by that, I mean if Steph feels like it. Yeah. We'll see. Whatever. Okay, bye. Stay gay. Stay gay. Bye.